Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how good are you morning. doing this morning on uh, End Times Friday? And uh, we've been uh, having a lot of time. As you can see um, in my new office, which is studio, Linda <laughs> uh, bought me I all these cool I figured Linda cool went stuff. to work and all that. <laughs> and she, uh, my window, or my office, my desk was backed up to the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, actually, it should be over there. Um, I've actually got a slanted wall in my office. So hey, let's go over there and do that. And then uh, you can see the window out the window so I can see now. And then- uh, Oh, now you can enjoy the view a little more. And then uh, people nice. walking into my office actually can see me because I got all this equipment in front of me. So, uh, but as you can see, I got these beautiful new artwork that she bought. Uh, uh, well we put, done, we, Linda, we, well we, done. We, we put them up. And um, as you can see, they're <laughs> slightly, uh, you can't read them all fully. So I got this beautiful verse about abiding and two other verses about abiding. But <laughs> uh, trust me, they're there. And uh, next time uh, when we tape. Uh, Rearrange we'll, uh, them just a little I've bit. Gotta, I've got to lower, I got to lower them. Uh, we thought we had it right, but uh, I'll have to have uh, the chief come and uh, help me lower all that stuff, make it, make it look good. That's uh, great. So anyway, it's fun. Uh, that we have this new place. And I don't know if you can see this. I actually I can move this over slightly so it can even show more. Oh, I got there a, you go. I got, I got, yeah. I got, a, I got a plant. It, now, is yours real or is it no. fake? Oh, no. If it, if it was real, I'd kill it. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, that's, that's every plant in my house is like this. It's nice and fake. Yeah. I have one little thing that I grow, and, and it's one of those hydro. Have you ever seen those hydro farms? Yeah, yeah. The, okay, so my kids got me one for Christmas. Ah, neat. Um, just a small one because they heard that nobody can kill them. And so far, it's true. I mean, if anybody could, it would be me, and I am actually growing things in it. So they're excited about it. Yeah, it's funny. Um <laughs> You know, because we do travel some, but but inside, we we, uh, we don't have any any living. Well, I, the only plants we have are the ones I buy Linda, like for Valentine's Day. You know, and right. Uh, and boy, they did a great job with this this year. It was particularly great. Uh, but oh, yeah, nice. we, we we don't have any uh, living <laughs> things because you know we'll, we'll kill them all. Um, and you can you know in our house with our retreats, we got we got plants all over the place. All over the uh, place, yes. But they're all fake. It would take you forever to water them if they were real, anyway. Yeah. Too much time. Yeah. Too much time. <laughs> uh, now Linda does have a uh, what she's really good at is uh, uh, called raised gardening. Yeah, uh, she's got an extensive, extensive. I, I call it a farm out there. I guess does. it's truly a raised garden, but it's impressive. Yeah, it's big time. And um, and then she's got a greenhouse. And so she yeah. uh, is uh, doing this. Rick Hoover who's a specialist in uh, uh, greenhouses. And, uh, and by the way, we should have Rick come back on because he started a new uh, business. Uh, oh, did he? With uh, uh, helping people grow things. Uh, um, well, because didn't he even help Linda, like, like the soil was a special mix of things and, you know, 
very a lot of detail involved in how to do that successfully. Yeah, Linda's had a raised garden in the third year, uh, and because of the mixture of the soil, yeah, um, and and she doesn't have a single weed in any That's of it that amazing. ever ever grows in it. It never grows in it. Uh, and we wow. got weeds all over the place, but not there. So, but not there. Yeah. Uh, if I could, I'd put that soil all over around my house, but it'd be way too expensive. So <laughs> we just got, we just got the weeds. Well, as we talk about the uh, end times, we've been talking about uh, what happens at the very end, and uh, Jesus again reminds us to watch the signs. And uh, as of this taping, uh, which we're ahead of time, by the way, is that uh, Russia has come to the edge of the Ukraine and you know the right. reports including from our government is they're going to do it yeah uh, it's interesting we were driving through Boston yesterday and um, cars like a parade of cars with Ukrainian flags flying on them and stuff just in support of Ukraine and it just kind of tugs at your heart you know hey did you hear by the way uh, that Boston uh, released the uh, mandate for, for vaccines yes Yes. So I am glad they're, you know, they are paying attention to what's going on and adjusting accordingly. So yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's interesting stuff that's going to happen see what happens next. And uh, uh, inflation is, is skyrocketing again, causing a lot of trouble mm-hmm. for what, you know, margins uh, in the profitability in businesses because they can't fully pass on everything. Uh, right. Because their costs are getting even, even higher because of labor cost and Supply issues. Um, I think I've talked about um, my car that I'm waiting for. Uh, yes, and Dan's still waiting for his yeah. too. <laughs> um, I got yep. no. I got a note uh, just this morning that. Oh, um, good for you. They said the uh, the boat, um, and they sent me. Interesting enough, they sent me the name of the boat. Uh, right. Uh, so I looked at it. Now up. yours wasn't the boat that caught on fire and all the no. all the cars got destroyed. That's good. No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> So um, they said it's almost a port, and then we, you know, we'll, we'll just hope and pray that you can get it offloaded, and then it'll be on its way, you know. And so I, oh, I should, excellent. I should report here pretty soon. Hey, I got it. Uh, but it, you know, you think about the technology. So <laughs> I took the name of that boat, uh-huh. and I just put the name in and said boat, you know. Well, up pops the boat. Really? Uh, I could see it. So picture. could you track it? Yeah. And so then there's a it's a there's a tracking and I know that where it is and it's right outside the port. Wow. Uh, oh, so that's fascinating. It's really fascinating. And uh so um uh, we're praying that uh you know, we're open to God's timing, but it looks like uh uh you know, unless they can't unload it, which it uh, interesting enough they're unloading it up in Canada. Uh Wow! Because they said that's where they can unload stuff, so they're actually unloading it up uh, up uh, Vancouver area. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be it'll be interesting, but uh, uh, supply chain issues and you know, right. everybody's got it. So as we look at yeah, there's trouble. By the way, um, and we were actually I was had I had a discipling group today about they were mark, uh, remarking that a lot of their business associates. Uh, are under great stress, right? Um, and fear, and you know, how do we handle this? And um, and then we we had a couple uh, that just said, well, why don't we pray that God just resolve it all? Um, and I said, well, um, think about something. One is you're, we're in the world, 
Right. In the world, we're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. Going to have trouble. <laughs> uh, so be careful about that because God says, I'm not recreating uh, at the Garden of Eden. Interesting enough, uh, it's a matter of when. He's not doing that today, but he is going to do not it. now. Right. At the very, very end. And, of course, we're going to be in this. Um, and to me, it's going to be really interesting. I believe that, remember when Adam and Eve said, don't eat of that tree, you'll surely die. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were eternal. I believe they were eternal. Um, and both both went to mortality, but also lost the essence of the Holy Spirit. So that when we, and we're, what we've been in, ch- in chapters 21 and 22 of Revelation, I believe that that is, in a sense, the continuation of, of Adam and Eve. Uh, and I think the only... And it's not it's not super perfected in terms of knowledge, but it looks like there's no procreation uh, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, he said to Adam and Eve, "Be fruitful and what? And multiply. Yeah, have babies. So they they were physical in a level of having babies. It doesn't look like that's going to be true in in, mm. in eternity, but because everybody's already been born and already lived, right? Um, so there's no need for that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. But there's going to be the return of the, the fullness of what life was intended to be. And we're going to live that way. That exceptional for living that he had. Yeah. And uh, forever. <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's going to be remarkable, you know, uh, what happens. But uh, as we were discussing, uh, and they said, you know, let's pray that Jesus return. I said, okay. Uh, two, one, is that you're praying that God re- create the Garden of Eden now and he's not going to do that because the, the world's been handed over to Satan and until that's resolved, that's not going to happen. I said, number two, you said, you said uh, pray that Jesus returns. Mm-hmm. And I hear that all the time. Jesus, come, come, Lord Jesus, come. I said, do you know what you're praying for? I want Jesus to come back. I said, well, you're praying for the start of the tribulation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because <laughs> he doesn't come for seven years. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but right. we're going to be raptured. I said, are you so sure about that? That's mm-hmm. uh, not it's not absolutely clear in Scripture. Uh, and I've had, by the way, I've had people argue that with me that. Right. Well, these verses. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it means this. And um, uh, it's misinterpreted and they're misunderstanding. Right. It, and uh, well, um, from what I can see in Scripture, it's not absolute. So. If it's not absolute, it isn't absolute, uh, and there's a reason for that. So, I said, when you're praying, get Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come. What you're <laughs> you're praying, because we know it's going to happen. I said, by the way, I'm going to tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly when it's going to happen. They said, what? What? I said, seven years after the start of the tribulation. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, uh, I know that. I Which, know when by the way, is still going to be an amazing thing. Yeah. So even if even dealing with if we're here for all seven years of the tribulation, however that looks. Looking forward to Jesus coming back and what Absolutely. he has in store and, is a and, and beautiful, said, beautiful gift. <laughs> yeah, when you, and when you think of eternity, it's really a short period of time so that, and Christ tells mm-hmm. us there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's right. going to be economic problems. There's going to be uh, storms. And we're definitely seeing that we're sitting in the middle of that. Yeah. You know, all yeah. of that. Yeah. Wars all and of rumors that, of wars and economic problems, all of it. Yeah. The acceleration of that has dramatically increased. And again, mm-hmm. because Israel's returned as a nation, that generation will see the end, is what it speaks. So, um, what we what we can say is that um, the world isn't going to get better. 
Right. But rather, um, it's going to, in a sense, I think, get worse to bring about the tribulation, which, which as we're learning, is, is absolutely going to happen. But yeah. guess what? At the end of that seven years, when Christ does return, right, uh, the Antichrist and the false prophet are taken out, and they never, uh, we never see them again. Uh, Satan's locked up, and for Jesus, a thousand years, and yeah. Jesus institutes a the millennium uh, that for a thousand years we get to live with him and rule with him. Uh, and we were even discussing how beautiful that's going to be. That uh, there'll be an ease of mm-hmm. people who are still sinful because there'll be humans here. And they'll be they'll be asked to be fruitful and multiply, but it'll be easier to accept Christ because well, they'll be here physically. So millennium. Oh, let me just clarify that just because I I don't know all of these ins and outs. So the millennium time there is there's scripture that supports that they will still be um, reproducing in that point. Yes. Yeah, okay. They're Interesting. Still, they're okay. Still, and think about uh, the world. Remember, is under entropy. Mm-hmm. Things things there'll be storms. There'll be things that right. will. Well, guess what? That still happens in millennium because he hasn't. Now think about this: is how cool this is. At the end of the of the when Christ returns, does he destroy the earth? No. 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 He only destroys it at the end of the millennium. So okay. It's, it's the so same, that's when the new heaven and new earth. So our current earth, under the laws of entropy, exists as it is. And it's still going to exist as is with the antichrist with with antichrist and, and the false prophet completely defeated and gone and Satan locked up basically for a thousand years. So so we still have the rest. When he comes back and reigns, Mm -hmm. it's on the same earth that's under entropy. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't say, okay, I'm going to fix all that. Nah, that's still going to happen. Two is the humans Mm -hmm. that are still here, which by the way is centered around out of Israel. uh, Right. who Who are believers at that moment. Um, their nature is still what? Sinful. It's still sin nature. Okay. Uh, because they have not been transformed. They still have the nature of Adam and Eve. And so there will still be death. There will still be death. Uh, for the was, humans. There will okay. still be, there'll be death. Uh, and uh, you'll have sleep and you'll have physical things and there'll be uh, you know, mm-hmm. sexual activity and all that. Uh, what will it mean? They will be fruitful and multiply. They'll repopulate the earth with what? Humans. Now, by the I've, way, uh, almost everybody accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Right. Why? Simply because the absence of Satan working to distract and deceive them. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they're. But really, we still have sin nature. Yep. Yeah. And they're and they are living under a theocracy, which means Christ is ruling. Okay. So that it's not a matter of well, go form your own government and good luck. Right. It's you're you're living under the rulership of Christ because He is now the the what what the Jews have by the way always thought the Messiah mm. is going to be the human Would ruler. Would be more like the king. Yes. Yeah. And because Christ wasn't the human ruler, he couldn't have been the Messiah. And he and, and of course they they skip <laughs> they skip all the verses in the Old Testament that say well that's not even true uh, and. But now, by the way, the Jews are saying, eh, maybe he is the Messiah. And uh, we need to uh, consider that, which ultimately they do. So um, when the millennium comes, uh, it's Christ. It's, it's we translated uh, who are raptured somewhere in there uh, and the martyrs. And we come back and uh, we actually coexist uh, 
with Christ, with the humans. Um, and see, I think <laughs> this is you know where my imagination goes is that the one thing that was cool about the resurrection is Christ uh, literally was in Galilee. He could go from Jerusalem to Galilee and back in a nanosecond. Just like that, yeah. Um, because he wasn't confined by, he could walk through doors. Um, mm-hmm. He ate, by the way, uh, which that's a whole interesting thing for me. It's right. Like, what happens to that stuff? How does that, exactly. Where does that go, exactly. you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, but he did. Uh, so in my, in my you know, creative uh, mind of stuff uh, is, um, uh, I think it's gonna be one heck of a time because of the beauty of the world mm-hmm. uh, that I'm gonna, you know, uh, you know, first of all, we will be helping co-rule. So I think we'll be participating in the activity at a level of either business or government, uh, various things that we get to be part of uh, and assist. Because uh, he said, you are in leadership roles. So we literally, you know, like I, I, I joked that, you know, hey, can I, I'd like to be the mayor of Aspen, Colorado, because I really like it there. You know, so, <laughs> hey, that would be fun. Um, but uh, for me, it'll be, yeah, you know what? Hey, Kathy, uh, you and Dan and me and Linda, hey, why don't we, uh, let's go to Paris tomorrow. Um, Sounds and fun. And I'll meet let's you there, and, and uh, we can enjoy the beauty of that, and then uh, we can go back. and. Uh, and people are gonna humans are mm-hmm. gonna are gonna be experiencing that. Um, and by the way, angels will still be part of that. And I think, of course, we'll we'll see the angels clearly. And I think that right. we will facilitate the manifestation for people to see that as well. I mean, so mm-hmm. think about it, because of the physicalness of it. Uh, right now, it's spiritual. It's it's called belief, faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even Paul says, you, you don't see Christ. But you believe him because he's real, right? Uh, and you be, and you experience him as real. But when th- when that happens, <laughs> man, it's going to be physical. Not only going to be spiritual, but physically, we're all going to see him, and the humans mm-hmm. are going to. So think about how easy that's going to be. So at the end of the millennium, we know that um, Satan is is let loose, deceives people, which is remarkable to me how that even happens, but he does. Right. Uh, then he's destroyed, and then he destroys this earth that's under entropy. Mm-hmm. And he says he destroys, interesting enough, both heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, uh, and we have a course on, on uh, every spiritual blessing and uh, Ephesians, what it talks about, that you're, you're actually operating in this unit of heaven and earth that's related to us, it's all destroyed, and he creates what? A new heaven and a new earth. New heaven and new earth. Uh, by the way, also it's, a it's, unit. It's, it's physical, uh, and yeah. we, we've kind of walked through that a little bit. So let's pick it up again, um, and uh, uh, let's go to Revelation uh, uh, 21, 20, 23. We, we talked a little bit about this, but... Uh, uh, 20, 22, uh, verse 22 to the end of the chapter of uh, that one. Sure. It says, And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of the Lord gives its, the glory of God gives its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. But its light will then, by its light, the nations, <laughs> boy, I'm struggling today, I'm sorry. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. 
and its gates will never be shut by day and there will be no night there. They will bring into the glory and the honor of the nations. They will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, um, he ends it and say, hey, by the way, what's going to be there and what's not going to be there? Well, nothing unclean will ever enter it, yeah. for one so, thing. And um, no, you know, no lying, no false, you know, nothing no one who is not written in the Lamb, Lamb's Book of uh, Life. There'll be no yeah. abomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now, remember that word abomination. Right. Throughout Scripture, it describes things that are an abomination to God. Right. When it says abomination, what does that mean? And that's usually, well, it, it's usually in a description of when somebody worshiping something other than God, really, an abomination. And, and, God, and God finds that abomination. And he detests it. He detests it. He detests it, uh, yeah. He, the word there, hatred. Uh, mm-hmm. This is opposite of truth. Uh, it, it makes me sad, God mm-hmm. speaking, that you have fallen away. And that's why he uses the word, and by the way, no lies, no falsehood mm-hmm. will be there. So only truth. Nothing will be there that would ever... <laughs> Uh, and again, as you, you you look at it, kind of in a funny way, is that nothing will be there that will ever irritate God. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, there's nothing here that's going to irritate me because it's all true. It's all beautiful. It's all fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he said they won't defile anything, anybody. So that, and he takes it to its highest level so mm-hmm. that um, by definition, there won't be any trouble remember jesus said in the world you're going to have trouble frustration difficulty well in the new heaven and new earth there's no frustration no difficulty because there's no entropy right there's nothing that causes any problem at all Um, right remember because it's earth and i love even there's not there's no darkness period right symbolically or or physical there is no darkness there uh, why well we don't do it we won't be sleeping anymore yeah. Um, so, um, and again, <laughs> you know, uh, as we envision that, mm-hmm. we're envisioning that still as humans. Right. And we think, isn't that going to be problematic that we we never rest? Yeah. I, God says, wait a minute. I didn't and say wait, that. And wait, I like my naps. <laughs> well, I, well, God said, wait a minute, I didn't say that. Because at the end of six days, what did he do? He rested. He said, rest. That was Sabbath. That this was a cycle of rhythm. I know Dan is dealing with this right now. Yeah. Um, that, see, rest, we think rest is limited to physical. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, rest is a spiritual element of life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's part of my nature, God speaking. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be part of your nature. So interesting enough, when we go to heaven, the new heaven and new earth, guess what? Still be Sabbath. And there's still going to be rest. Uh, we don't need we don't need to sleep, but it's going to be really cool. Uh, so then mm-hmm. he says, um, uh, uh, it's going to be, uh, and and remember, it's on earth, and the and the earth, the word there is firmament, mm-hmm. uh, true solid, physical stuff. It's not a, it's not okay. just a hypothetical, and it's not a hologram. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's real physical. Not going to just be in the meta. 
nope. virtual reality won't goggles. Be, it won't be virtual reality <laughs> that will look like it's there. No, it's really there. Mm-hmm. And by the way, heaven is part of it, new heaven, new earth. But it'll be a physical place, and there'll be no defilement. So we say, hey, that's going to be cool. Um, and then um, in verse 24, uh, it says in 25 that uh, who's going to be there? Nations shall walk in its life, and kings mm-hmm. of the earth will bring their glory and honor into it. Okay, now this is overwhelming sentence that, okay. that we got to understand. Okay, unpack it for us. Okay. Um, he says nations and kings. Mm-hmm. Okay, now when you think of a nation and a king, what is what does that bring up? What is it what is in your mind that just depict? I, I picture governments again. Governments that are led by somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, he says kings, somebody, and nations, which means gathering into bigger communities of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, okay. on, a, on a massive scale. So nations, um, there'll be some organization of leadership, structure, okay. physical things that we be we get to be part of so that uh, we join back in to the way God originally in, in, uh, meant things to be was uh, your community. See, it doesn't even say, mm. well, you'll have uh, pastors and churches. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think they'll be there at all because uh, we're all the church. Right. Uh, and we don't need uh, pastors because uh, remember, and this is cool, uh, in First John uh, 2, 24 to 27, it says that you don't need anybody else to do what? Teach you. To teach you because the Holy Spirit. Well, you have the Holy Spirit. Right. We'll be, we'll be completely spiritual Mm. being led by God who's our light and we won't we won't have well somebody else needs to tell you, right. tell you anything everybody will be in that perfect spot of listening following and understanding the work of God he said no what I'm going to do which actually will make community perfect though it's going to be perfect that, that's that's a beautiful uh, thought you uh, know be fellowship and i think because uh, Christ said there's no marrying in heaven uh, so it's not that we're going to meet people and 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 do something you know like marry them, but rather who we did marry, mm-hmm. um, and the people that we were associated with, with our family, uh, our inner circle, our marriage. I think there's going to be a, from what I can see, a uh, depth of because the relationship that we had during Earth, our time on Earth, prior to all this as humans i think it carries on into so so let me let me let me try to describe it is that when we get to heaven are we going to be able to talk to paul yeah we'll talk to paul we'll talk to uh moses we'll talk to abraham um we'll be able to talk to them but did we have any intimate relationship with them no no um so the people that we were intimate with in our lifetime, there's something special about that intimacy oh. so that it we don't lose it. And it won't be like when I get to heaven, I'll say, well, who's that beautiful lady over there? Well, that's Linda Case. Oh, 
who's that? You know, Lucy. I like yeah, her. Who's Lucy? You know, it's it's uh, no. You'll recognize that. It'll be you'll hmm. be part of your fellowship. So there'll be this intimate fellowship. But he says, I'm gonna I'm gonna organize you mm-hmm. into kings and nations uh, and government and rulership. And it'll be wow. That'll be interesting. Now, by the way. Um, this implies a little bit and explains briefly what he says this. The least shall be first and the first shall be least. And what's that determined on? He says it in first, and this is in First Corinthians chapter 3. Paul says, I am. Um, what you do on earth. Right. And he says, are you building on the foundation of Christ or not? Mm-hmm. Or self, right on things that matter that for matters. eternity. Yes, uh, and and what matters is what God's assignments, what mm-hmm. He tells you to do. So He says, if you followed Me, walking in the Spirit, being led by Me, uh, uh, walking into the works that I prepare for you. And by the way, mm-hmm. He doesn't give a hierarchy of that. So, right. So, like, um, I know people. It's simply stewarding. It's kind of like the parable of talents. Yeah. It's stewarding what He has called you to do. Yeah. Yeah. So if He says. Uh, really, my assignment for you right now, uh, Rich, would be to uh, really focus on discipling your grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, but shouldn't I uh, do something bigger than that? Uh, my assignment for you, Rich, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is this. Uh, this is the work that I prepared for you. Are you willing to walk into it? Now, by the way, right. and this is what, you know, we, uh, we're, we're, we're have a, the series. We're in the middle of the series called The Covenant. Uh, the covenant is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Right. Um, and by the way, what does that mean? Every element of life, margin, joy, peace, excitement, adventure, experiencing the supernatural, uh, having your relationships thrive, even the ones that, that are conflicting, I'll tell you what to do with those. Uh, he says, walk with me into that. Experience the covenant life now and in eternity how you responded to that will determine your position in eternity. So that um, if you were a follower in the spirit, this hierarchy of government and leadership and, and how that plays out is going to be not to, remember, it's not dependent on, <laughs> on your ability to, to uh, be a leader today or how, how well you are at governing. It's going to be based upon you will have the privilege of being a leader in heaven based upon what you do today. And he said, by the way, I just described it to you in, in, in the end times what it's going to be. Nations and kings. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's really remarkable. And that's why, you know, and Paul says it and Jesus says it um, and the apostles say it is, yeah, it'd be better if you paid attention. <laughs> uh and walk that way. Both both the benefit, and this is why I think Revelation keeps pointing us to, do you, do you understand how long eternity is? Uh, <laughs> and don't you want to enjoy the life mm-hmm. I have for you? I can restore the life today, not perfectly because you're not in the Garden of Eden. When mm-hmm. the Garden of Eden comes, and I'm going to recreate it all, don't you want to enjoy the role I have set for you today Right. That you have a privilege to. And by the way, you you can miss it. 
Uh, well, it doesn't mean you won't have any, and, and it's going to be fantastic no matter what. But um, there is a there's something about heaven of what we, how we live today is going to matter. That actually impacts it, right? Matter, matter eternally, and uh, and hmm. so and by the way, it's just simply following God's wisdom and guidance. That's it. Mm-hmm. So there's not even well, that means I should go be a pastor, and I better go. Nope, nope, no, nope, relax. Now it's uh, really it, it's abiding. Yes. It's daily surrender and just following into whatever He's calling you into and stewarding that and saying yes, Lord. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's the uh, yes, Lords. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the kings of the earth will bring their glory and honor into it, uh, which implies, um, and again, there's these cool verses that, uh, and I'm trying to unpack this further, that um, we know that we're to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's absolute, and the glory has to go to him. He says, while, while you do that, and you surrender to me, and then testify of me, bear witness to me, he says, I'm going to glorify you. And it's like, how does that work? Um, right, right. Um, and how can I be glorified while I'm glorifying you? Because if I, if I start to, I know that if I stopped, and said, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Glorify me. He says, when, when you approach it that way, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's just done. <laughs> uh, it's done. And so, but, I, but there is this element of uh, hmm. there's a glory to it that includes you, and you get to participate in it. Um, and then um, uh, let me reveal to you what that is. And by the way, he says here, those kings that, that are in that leadership place, and I think the, the plural, by the way, there's a plural to that, and that is that I think kings is implying leadership at various levels. So I don't think it's like, oh, interesting. yeah, there's just okay. a few. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, no, it's, it's the leadership. There's a leadership structure of some sort. There's a leadership sort. structure of all these different things, and you get to bring your glory and honor to it so we are glorified and honored in it. Uh, so it's really it's really remarkable, but it but it's going to be physical. Um, I believe because of it, if there's government, government is over what? It's over, um, it's over the activity mm-hmm. of what we do. Um, so that that implies, well, there's something that we're doing physically on Earth, mm-hmm. and I what I believe. Is that it's it's about progression progression hmm. of things that we actually are active in. Um, so it's not it's not sitting around strumming our harps. There's an activity to it. There's a there's a creativity to it. There's a physicalness to it, and we get to you know maybe even build things and and be part of things. So it's it's really going to be remarkable that wh- whatever it's going to be, it's physical, it's organized, it's hierarchy. Uh, leadership, um, and we are gathered in nations, so that there's some organization to that, and a and a grand scale. Because a nation, like the nation of America, is comprised of what? Right. Well, lots and lots of people, um, right. Who are all different. You know, they're I'm part of a city here and in bring so many different things. Yeah. And I've got a county, and I've got a state, and then I got uh, America. So the people of of Castle Rock, or the people of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, they're they're unique, but they're not a nation. Um, the nation is way, way, way bigger than that. Um, and so when he says nations, 
it implies to me that there's some grand structure to it all that we're part of. And that, by the way, we, we say, I'm going to be, I'm part of that. And by the way, I'm not part of that. Because uh, if I'm an American, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a European. Right, uh, right. I know who I am. Uh, and so there's something about that organization hmm. that's going to be special, big, unique, uh, identifiable. Right. Um, by the way, and that's why he ends this, and because our question, uh, and 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 I would I would ask, but not this. darkness and division in yeah. the midst of all of that. Yeah. See, so I that's would, an interesting thing. It's hard for us to even fathom that there would be nations, and yet there wouldn't be a division between nations. <laughs> right. Right. You uh, know, because there's no self-centeredness. Right. Uh, and we're living under a theocracy in in, hmm. in perfection. You know, so because uh, we would say, well, if there's nations and kings, aren't there going to aren't there <laughs> Aren't they going to cause? He says, hey, don't worry about that. There'll be right. nothing, zero, zip, zip, nothing that's going right. to defile anything. Don't worry about that. It's going to be per- mm. perfection. You know, so it's really fantastic. Mm. Okay, uh, let's go on to uh, 22. Okay. Um, and we're going to show a little bit more. Remember, 21 and 22 are describing, yes, ultimately Satan's going to be taken care of. Yes. I'm going to destroy the earth, and everything is going to be perfected. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, uh, God says, I know that's what <laughs> what you would like to happen now. He says, well, it's got to go through this process of tribulation and Christ's return and millennium, and then it's all going to be uh, perfected. Uh, and we're, we're describing the elements of perfection. Well, he goes on in, in verses uh, chapter 22. Now we're in chapter 22, go 1 through 5. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nations. No longer will will there be anything accursed but the throne of God. And of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads and night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun for the Lord God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever. Yeah. Um, A lot of cool stuff here. I won't take a little bit of time, Mm. but um, he said the pure river of the water of life. um, And remember, he said there will be rivers. Jesus said there'll be rivers of what? Living water. Mm-hmm. which he's saying is spiritual, the life of the Holy Spirit. He said there's going to be right. the pure, beautiful life of the Holy Spirit uh, proceeding from the throne uh, mm-hmm. and of the Lamb. Um, and in the middle of the street on either side of the river was what? Tree of life. Ah, okay. Well, look at that. Um, <laughs> in the middle of the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting, yeah. Was the tree of what? Of life. Was also the tree of life, yeah. And the tree, unfortunately. Of the knowledge of good and evil. Knowledge of good and evil. Uh So uh, he says what I originally set up, which by the way, they had to take away. Mm -hmm. And and they said why. The tree of life was there and the tree Uh of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you do, you shouldn't die. They ate of it. Right. They died. And they say, this is in Genesis, we have to get them away from and remove 
the tree of life. Mm. Uh, it actually describes why. Do you know why? I don't know why, no. Uh, it says if they now fallen, having fallen into their sinful nature and eat of the tree of life, they'll perpetually never have the chance to have reestablish life with God. Oh, wow. So I got I to gotta not let them do that um, mm. because the tree of life is participating, receiving uh, the full life of God. He said, but in this, in the new heaven and new earth, again will be the tree of life, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which bore the 12 fruits, uh, yielding his fruit every month. And again, the fullness of, of the disciples, the fullness of the tribes of Israel every month, it's saying everything's going to be. All the 12s are interesting. All the there, 12s right? <laughs> are going to be perfect. Um, and mm-hmm. the leaves were for the healing of the nations. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so as we are participating in that, that we are experiencing, it doesn't say needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. It'll say the experience of, of, the, of what it was supposed to be originally will be being experienced by the tree of life. And, and that will be the healing is, re- is restoring it to what it was supposed to be experienced yeah. as originally. Yeah, and you'll okay. participate in it and maintain, in essence, mm. maintain its healing. Right. Um, so there'll be, mm. there'll be a process of receiving, living in, experiencing the fruit, uh, and there'll be uh, the continued healing that you'll, you'll live out. In other words, it'll always be healed and never not healed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool. Um, and there, and there'll be no more verse three, what curse, right? Okay. Um, remember when God, uh, says, uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing is whose life. <laughs> see, there'll be, there'll be not even the possibility because everybody there will already have chosen that. Mm, okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm in the blessing. I'm in the flow of the blessing and there'll be no more curse there. Because there'll be no possibility. Right. Well, and this ties in even to covenant too, right? Because this is, you know, and it goes on and talks about there's his name being written on their forehead. And that was an original sign of covenant as well. And then, which I think is interesting as the mark of the beast also ends up being written on the forehead. And then okay. you know, now we're back to his people. It name is on the forehead. And okay. doesn't that all circle back? Isn't yeah, that and, tied together? And uh, let's take talk about that briefly. Um, why will it be written on our forehead? God says, you'll, you'll have the mark and it'll be written on your forehead, my name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why? I would w- assume because we're his, that's, it's representing the covenant that, that okay. we are his. Okay. Um, so it's your identity. Mm-hmm. See, I don't, and this is why I think the mark of the beast, I don't think it's, you know, cause they say it'll be six, six, six written on your forehead. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think it's going to be actually written there. I think mm-hmm. even here it says, well, you're marked with what his name. What uh-huh. is that? Your identity is my identity. Um, in other words, and this goes, this goes, this goes back to, mm-hmm. um, God created us in in what? Right. His image. In his image, yes. To be identified with me. When I look mm-hmm. at you, I see. To be the visible expression of the, of the invisible, invisible God. God. Yeah. So he says, when I look at you, I see what? 
myself. I see myself <laughs> because my name is mm-hmm. you. Mm. And I believe that the mark of the beast uh, is that you've identified with the beast by okay. signing it. And that's why when it says they can, they can uh, observe it on your wrist and on your forehead, I think it's you that have already yeah. identified yourself. That you with, have chosen to beast. identify with that. And, yeah. they, and again, I think it's because of what we now know is when I, when I turn on my phone, Mm-hmm. Uh, or I actually, I got this now on my computer. When yeah, I open facial it, recognition, right? When I open this right? up, it just looks at me and opens it up because it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm the mark. Uh, and so he says, when I see mm. you in eternity, my name is written on your forehead. It's, mm. I don't think it's like physically written. I think it's you. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so really more about identity. You're the identity. Um, and I see myself. And we and I get to have, and by the way, your identity, which is cool, uh, we are unique, mm-hmm. but our identity is who? Christ. Him. Him. Yeah. It's I am. It's 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 the truth of of now. You are mine, and my name is written on you, and you reflect it, and your identity is me. And my identity mm. is you. <laughs> so we'll go, we'll go into this again uh, more. Uh, as we uh, try to understand this, but it's uh, truly remarkable uh, when we start to see that there's this uh, physicalness to it uh, of what happens in, in the new heaven and new earth. And you, you begin you can begin to feel and sense, man, is this going to be spectacular or what? <laughs> um, and how cool is this? And that's why I think he goes into tremendous detail in, tw- in two chapters uh, and doesn't just say well yeah you get to go be with God and it'll be really good mm-hmm. um, he describes it nations kings physicalness leadership no problems no trouble no stress no nothing that's going to be against God and by the way you're marked as mine right I mean how, mm-hmm. how fantastic is that so um, we will uh, continue this uh, again uh, next time, and uh, and by the way, Kathy, um, I got a suggestion, sure. uh, which is a really good one uh, from actually Dave Dunkel, who is on here, and he says he listens to all the podcasts. He said, "Hey, by the way, um, I think it would be uh, beautiful if you and Kathy would end every session with prayer." Uh, oh, I love that! And yeah, I said, <laughs> I said, "How cool is that?" <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we uh, that was too obvious, you know. Uh, so uh, we're going to start that now. We're going to uh, end it with prayer, and Kathy and I will share that together, and uh, and then we'll sign off. But, uh, Father, we just thank you for the truth of this uh, understanding of the new heaven and the new earth and how beautiful it's going to be, and it's going to be organized, physical. Um, our life actually on earth will put us there in a pl- certain place. And so we just pray that we'll receive that. You are, you are going to be our light. There will be no trouble, no, no stress, no Satan, no nothing this an abomination to you, but rather pure life uh, and super abundant life. And may we live it out and realize how beautiful that is in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So Kathy, uh, we will uh, pick this up again next week. Uh, lots to go with this, but uh, getting very exciting. Uh, as yeah, we, absolutely. As we can imagine. It, can, it gives us hope. It's like, eh, okay, the tribulation, that's going to be problematic, but 
man, eternity is going to be But great. it's short term <laughs> short. compared to the rest of sure. it. So we'll, uh, <laughs> Keep your we'll, eye see on you, the ball. we'll see you again next week as we uh, pick up Covenant and uh, look forward great. to it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yep. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.